0: Well, a year on from the disaster, there's so much more work to be done. David Witherden is leading the recovery effort as chief executive of the North Rivers Reconstruction Corporation, and he joins us now. Welcome. Yeah, good morning, Patricia. The corporation came in behind the disbanded Resilience New South Wales. So you've had a lot of catching up to do. Can you confirm exactly how many have applied under the Resilience Program and how many buyback offers have been made so far?
1: Yeah, the uh, Resilient Homes Program was announced by the Prime Minister back on the 28th of October. So a a co-funded program with both Commonwealth and state governments of $700 million there and provides three streams. So around voluntary purchase of those highest risk homes, house raising and retrofitting of homes. So that's flood hardening. Um, Since that was launched, we've had more than 50 community events, town halls, we've had more than 1,800 people attend those to find out around the program. And we've now got around 6,000 registrations for that. And two weeks ago, we've started with the the first uh, voluntary purchase offers under the program. And um, we've now about 350 people have had that initial contact from us to say we, we believe they're eligible for voluntary purchase we're now requesting that detailed information and working through that assessment process and so we, f- we expect by the end of april yeah. we'll have uh, 250 offers there offers for purchase of those highest risk um, properties
0: so 250 by the end of april but right now are there any firm offers yeah yeah a- a- absolutely
1: we've got about 10 right Ten-er. now but that that yep but that that's rolling out yeah, week by week, that, that that's increasing. And, uh, you know, you look at the enormity of what we're dealing with here, you know, with more than 6,000 um, eligible homeowners. And, um, you know, this is the biggest program of, of its type in terms of reconstruction and adaptation in, in Australia. And, you know, we've got an opportunity here to get things right. You know, this is our opportunity to get ahead of the, uh, the, the next event. And, uh, you know, it, it's not about recovery. It's about resetting, about adaptation, about trying to reduce that risk profile for the community going forward.
0: Do you have a, t- a timetable in place um, beyond April and overall, how many you think? I mean, you said 250 by April. Yes. Yeah. But beyond yeah. that...
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we were very upfront with the community that, you know, we would pilot a group of homes through this. We would smooth our processes out and and we'd scale up. So our commitment is for every applicant, they will understand their eligibility by the the middle of this year. So by by the end of June, everybody will know uh, what they're eligible for, you know, uh, under the three streams of the program. Because we know... Even if this week we, we we could get all 2,000 voluntary offers out, it's it, whilst it's really important for people to understand uh, that their eligibility, it's only a small part of the p- puzzle because you know as we you know, pre-flood. There was a housing crisis in this area. There's not the availability of suitable accommodation or land and there's a whole lot of work um, you know, we're leading in terms of uh, that, that supply side as well.
0: So will places like Mullumbimby be included?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So uh, I think you know, a lot of the focus there is around Lismore. We, we see that in the media. But in terms of work we're, we're doing, it, it covers from the Clarence right up to the Tweed and Mullumbimby is absolutely uh, w- w- within our scope.
0: A big question many people have is about their options, even if they are offered a buyback or a relocation. Have any decisions been made about buying flood-safe land and how much of that would go to residential?
1: Yeah, sure. We launched uh, back in August last year, and Expressions to stress for... Uh, flood-free land right across the Northern Rivers area. We had over 300 responses. That closed in early February. We're now working through the detailed assessment of that and what that's indicated to us, there's capacity there to bring on Nearly 10,000 lots over the the next 10 years. So we're working through the final assessment of that. We'll be back out consulting with community around those preferred early options in April this year. And front of mind for us in in terms of you know bring that land on is not just how quickly we can do it, but affordability. So you know options there for low cost housing for social housing. Um, you know, differing densities, a a greater mix of housing than than has been there in the past. And, you know, this was an area that was under really significant pressure uh, pre-flood and has just been so exacerbated uh, by that scene. So, yeah, there's a whole piece of work happening and we'll share that with the community. in April.
0: Um, earlier we heard about the temporary pod accommodation available in hubs across the region. Can you tell me exactly how much it'll cost to build a two-bedroom pod, factoring in the earthworks and the services, the building, landscaping, there's obviously security management. Is it more than half a million?
1: Look, I, I think certainly my understanding, it varies site by site, and we've had there's been the challenge there in that Northern Rivers region of just rain that never stopped so yeah. groundworks were significantly more expensive um than y- y- you would expect but certainly i think in some cases w- would it would have been up, up, up around that in many cases less
0: in many so is the majority of cases less than that look, amount?
1: Oh, I, I don't have the, that that, that data it just seems really expensive
0: pits. for a project. oh
1: look it, it it certainly has, and I think it goes to the question of just the constraints around the construction market. There, we've seen really significant price escalations, you know, right across the the, the northern rivers in a, a pre-flood. The availability of contractors from everything from earthworks to construction is just an absolute mm. challenge. The ability to be able to accommodate that that workforce. Is really critical as well. So there's certainly work we're leading there in in terms of that, and particularly under the two other streams of our program. So both the house raising and the re, the retrofitting, you know, we're, we're working through a okay. procurement model there where we can manage that end to end.
0: For homeowners so on on homelessness services why is so much money been spent on accommodation that will be removed when existing properties in the region could have been bought for similar money wouldn't that have been a better use of taxpayers funds
1: oh look I, I certainly think we will learn lessons from the uh, approach that's been uh, undertaken here and you know, is that a concession that that was been...
0: that was not the right strategy
1: oh look I, I think it's absolutely been an important strategy because we know that there was an absolute lack of suitable accommodation there across that region many people you know didn't have the option of having a caravan at home or a pod at home they've been displaced and really you know what was you know over this last year okay. has been an absolute crisis for those people so i think it's been Absolutely appropriate, um, and you know what the future strategies are. You know that that'll be something we we, we all need to learn from as as we move forward. But you know we'll okay. say, there even in Victoria, with the floods down the Murray, they've moved to mm. very similar solutions down there.
0: David, thank you for your time.
1: Absolute pleasure. Dave,
0: time. David Witherden is the chief executive of the Northern Rivers Reconstruction Corporation.